Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Guys, today's a very special day. It's somebody's birthday. Oh, whose? Bubbles. Bubbles the chimp? Mm, yeah. Michael it, Jackson's old monkey? Correct. Is that right? He just celebrated his 40th birthday. Oh, my gosh. And the theme of his party was Bubbles. Oh, so cute. We're going to link up the, um, the Instagram pictures for you. Um, Bubbles is living at a retirement home in Florida. Wait, say the last sentence out loud again about a monkey. Bubbles is living in a retirement home in Florida. <laughs> what are these, a bunch of old, like, circus monkeys? Sort of. It's called the Center for Great Apes. And they just threw this big old party for them. There was a cake that had um, mashed banana frosting. They wrote his name in blueberries. Um, see, now the reason that Michael Jackson had to get rid of Bubbles is because he got really big. It would eventually rip his face off? I would probably assume that. Plus, Michael's face probably wasn't on too tight anyway. (laughs) You know, you you bump in and he's like, oh, my nose. You have to pick it up off the floor. It's like a Mr. Potato Head with loose screws. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure he's doing... I'm sure he's not doing well. He's not doing well at all. Okay. All right. Who, Bubbles or Michael? Uh, Bubbles is doing great. Okay. But, you know, okay, I have a chimp question. You've come to the right place. Okay, great. So when I think of a chimpanzee, I think of one, you know, running around in a diaper that you could hold. Like, fairly meaty-sized guy. Right. Are there different kinds of chimps? Because then there is, like, Bubbles is gigantic. Wow, we're body shaming bubbles. But Happy fortieth! But he's still a chimp. You know, um, I think that there are different size ones. Now, this is kind of like the the bubbles is kind of like the the, the chimpanzees that were doing commercials for a while, right? You know, like at an office, yeah. and they're all like dressed in human. And he's clothes. got a little diaper on or whatever. Yeah, but not like Marcel from Friends, which is a very little. That's a oh god. Campuchian monkey, something like that. But this guy's big. He's human-sized. He's adult human-sized. Capuchin monkey is is that other one. Yes, this is, uh, I'm looking him up. It, it, he's a common chimpanzee, which they can get up to five and a half feet tall when standing up and about 140 pounds. Wow, okay. Because then there's the little guys that you just, you know, you carry around like a, I don't know, like a three-year-old, a two-year-old. This guy, I mean, these guys are They're big. Huge. They're they're let me explain it this way. If you encountered one in the wild, you'd have to buy new pants. Right. That's this isn't he's not wearing a shirt and tie and like no. blowing a bubbles pipe. No. This is the kind that I would be respectfully uh in the belief that he could rip my face off if he wanted this to. This is like Barbara and the gang. No, that they're was a that difference. Size. No, I no, feel like they're Bar- the same chimps. Are same they size. really? Yeah, they look like these guys. Barbara looked a bit more haggard. Wow, I'm just you never even met Barbara or saw I, a picture of her. I've I have I watched that show. 
Oh. I watched this show because Donna came in. Meet the after, Chimps is Meet the, show. the Chimps, a show on Disney Plus, and came in the next day and was like, so this Barbara Chimp is a total bitch. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> do you really feel this strongly about this monkey who can't speak or clear her name? You just you just ate up the narrative that they gave you about her. She was like, you know, the R, what do you call it, an RA when you're in college? Yeah. Like, uh-uh, you're not getting past me. <laughs> not I mean. until I approve you. Anyway, happy birthday to Bubbles. Thank you. What, how long is Bubbles supposed to live quickly? Because this is a 40-year-old monkey, and I just feel like, kind of like when you buy a parrot. Don't ever buy a parrot on a whim. Because <laughs> they can live to be like 100. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to How long does up... a chimp last? Because if he's in a retirement center at 40, do they make it to 50? We have a monkey expert on the line. We oh. do. Right. Teresa, the monkey expert. All right. <clears throat> Hi, Teresa. Uh, welcome to the Donna and Steve experience. What would you like to add in our <laughs> monkey discussion? Well, I, I would like to add that chimpanzees are not monkeys. Oh, oh They're right. apes. They don't have tails. Okay, um, a monkey so, has a tail? They, they get fairly large. I don't know a lot about chimps. I know more about orangutans and gorillas. Um, I volunteer at the San Diego Zoo. Oh, awesome. So, Great zoo. Um, anyway, but you were just asking, you know, like, how, how long do they live? I know that orangutans and gorillas can get to be around 50 in zoos and managed care. So, But in the wild, it's more like 35 to 40. So I would assume that translates over for chimpanzees but chimpanzees are mean okay mm-hmm. that's a see i have a healthy fear of them i think they'd want to rip your face off yes they can i mean any of them could they're very strong but they're the if one's going to attack you just because you're sitting there it's more likely to be a chimpanzee huh. damn wow okay. hey, also i think we all just learned something Teresa. just so i understand it uh, monkeys have tails, and then uh, yeah. uh, apes do not. Right. So if okay. you see an animal and it looks like a monkey, but it doesn't have a tail, it's an ape. Okay. Got it. Now we know. Thank you, Teresa. Thank and you. say hello to San Diego for us. Okay, I will do that. Oh, thank you for listening out on the left coast. How wonderful. The best coast, some say. Bye now. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Teresa. That was great. Okay, so mm, so these are the, the what I'm describing here with bubbles is the kind that like Jane Goodall studied in the wild. Sure, Those big big ones. Yes, that beat their chest. Yes, <laughs> a gorilla. A gorilla. So is a gorilla a form? By the way, this is music news. We're in the beat. <laughs> But I, I, I want to get down to this. Is a gorilla a form of an ape? I think you're going to have to use the Google machine to find that no, out. No, Zamboni's got it. It is a great ape, yes. A great ape. You heard ape. the expression, the great apes. That is the largest of the great apes is the gorilla. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, boy, I'm thinking about how many monkeys I've called monkeys that aren't monkeys. Well, and this, and this guy, Bubbles... He is at the center for great apes, like okay. I said. Yeah. So that yeah. so he's an ape. So he's a, a chimpanzee is an ape, not a monkey. That I think is what we're learning today, class. Monkeys have tails. Monkeys have tails. Thank you. Now back to music news. Um, I don't have much time, but I will just tell you I watched the Winona documentary between Hell and Hallelujah, and 
If you are a lover of Judd's music, you will really like the documentary. I would say it's very music heavy. And, you know, it's all about the show must go on after uh, Winona's mother, Naomi Judd, died by suicide. And this tour was already scheduled. And so was the documentary. And so was a concert special. Mm. And so it's all about how that tour went on with the help of a lot of female friends and country music stepping up for her, including Brandi Carlisle, uh, Faith Hill, Ashley McBride, um, Little Big Town. So everything that was planned before Naomi died continued to go on. This is produced by Reese Witherspoon's uh, production company. And um, there's a CMT concert special also, um, that aired kind of simultaneously when they were both released or a couple days apart. So if you're a fan of the music, I highly recommend. Do you see Winona, but like the days before she dies? Um, no. Okay. No, you don't, but she talks about it. And, um, we go inside Naomi's house. Um, Ashley Judd is also, uh, a part of the documentary. Um, it's good. It's it's painful. You know, it's it's you could feel for her, you know, and, and you get to see inside her her home. You get to hear from her husband who lost his leg in a serious motorcycle accident shortly after they married. Um, it's a blended family. It's just it was it was a lovely look inside where she is now. And it, you, it's kind of like an empathetic kind of look where you can maybe not empathize, but sympathize with what she's going through. Sure. Because she's still dealing with all that pain. So, anyway. You can watch it where? Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Paramount Um, Plus. All right, we're going to take a break. we got a little travel talk when we come back. Um, Car manufacturers bringing something back that you would have thought maybe would be kind of gone forever. Also, uh, somebody thought they saw something uh, happening on a Spirit Airlines flight. Not exactly. We'll explain what they saw and maybe what was really going on. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. What's up, guys? Hey, it's Steve for my pals over at the Canopy Group. Uh, how much do you pay? Huh? I know it's personal. How much do you pay per month in auto insurance? You don't know. Oh, no, you don't know. Well, guess what? Good news, bad. Bad news, you might have been overpaying all this time, especially if you're like 81% of Minnesotans who deal with one agent who represents one company and gives them one quote. Uh, there's a better way, an easier formula for savings, and it's at the Canopy Group. Uh, you go to thecanopygroup.com, click the red button, it says get a quote. And what will happen is they have a team of 40 specialists who turn out to their 16 different insurance companies that they partner with. Some of them, you know, here's something interesting. Uh, Some insurance agencies, they've been overexposed in Minnesota. There have been some storms that have come through the past few years, which means they've had to pay out on a lot of claims. So they raise everybody's rates. Well, the Canopy Group has a way around that. Why? They have 16 different companies. So some of those companies have not been hit as hard as those other insurance companies, which means they can turn to those 16, find out who can give you the best coverage at the best price. Check it out today, thecanopygroup.com. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We got the big Zamboni with us as well. That is a big old party. Hey, and uh, we could turn it into a birthday party because the World Wide Web turned 30 yesterday. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yep. that's, that's interesting because... 
the World Wide Web is younger than the Internet. The Internet has been around long before. I think in the 80s, the Internet was around. Oh. But the World Wide Web is when we, the consumer, started to access it, right? 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. that would have been 1993. Correct. Oh, my gosh. It was released into the public domain, allowing computers to connect in ways never possible before. Boy, and I bet they had no idea how much that would change the world. It changed the world. It really did. It changed the world. It changed, changed everything, yeah. Like... It changed the way you converse with someone, the way you watch TV, the way you wonder about something. Letters. Letters had no idea what was hitting them that day. (laughs) Right? Yeah, so happy birthday, World Wide Web. How do you plan to celebrate? Chat room? Um, Yeah, maybe. Oh, remember chat rooms? That was a big thing. Oh, my gosh. I do remember chat rooms. I'd go into chat rooms. So maybe like around like 1996, 97, whatever, like 13 or 14 years old. And you would, when you would go in, they would be like, oh, you know, like Steverson is here. Right. Screen name. And then they would say stats. They wanted your stats. So then you'd be like five foot nine, 15 wow. years old, 146 pounds. And then the like... 58-year-old guy on the other side was, would be like, I'm 14. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah my favorite be. subject is geometry. Yeah. Whatever, you More creep. More like biology. Donna. What? Don't insinuate that. We're trying to just, just keep it light. Gosh, why do you always do that? <laughs> we, we, we were fine. <laughs> and then suddenly you go turn blatantly criminal. Hey, sorry, friends, Donna. Just got dark again. Mm-hmm. Lou and I kind of uh, we started our relationship online. We didn't start it online. We started at a, at a Denny's, like you do. But then we. <laughs> hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We switched over <laughs> online and we started getting in. Just let them go. AOL Instant Messenger. And she, her screen name was... Love drop, L U V D R O P. Love, I think it was like Love Drop One. Why? I don't know. That's Why'd she we... pick that? 
I don't know. I, if I had her here in the house right now, I would ask her. I'm not sure why she did. And then I remember talking with some of her friends saying, like, I think she's mad at me because, like, I wouldn't hold her hand at the movie and I was too afraid to make a move. Then we had an awkward walk around Borders bookstore after I had totally blown it Something's while we were watching changed. Love and Basketball. <laughs> I should have held her hand. And this was after we took the bus to get there. It's hard. That's like tough. Oh, so scary. I remember that happened again in college when Lou and I were um, had one of our, we were on a break. And I was watching a movie with uh, a girl and I was like, I wanted to hold her hand and it was like everything. I have no game. Everything in me was like, you should hold her hand. And there was another me that was like, don't do it, you idiot. Don't <laughs> do it. You can't handle that. You're an idiot. I ended up not holding her hand. Then what happened? Um, I liked her for like another month, and then um, she decided, nah. Yeah, this guy's got no game. He's a like weird, said. weirdo. Oh, what a journey. Let's talk about car manufacturers. All right. So car companies are bringing back buttons and knobs because apparently people are sick of touch screens. It's the about, Yeah. Um, so if you're in a fairly new car, which you are, Steve, Mm -hmm. you know, that TV money, you've probably got a big touch screen. Is your dashboard touch? It's huge. It's like a 12 inch touch screen. And it is a touch. Okay. It is touch. So now companies are planning to upgrade again by getting rid of those screens. Slate.com just did this big article on how car companies are ditching touch screens and bringing back more of the buttons and knobs. And it is because we want them. It When you look at it, it looks fancy, right? Mm-hmm. The touch screens. Sure. But they're actually the cheapest option. They cost as little as $50 per screen. So <sighs> car companies love to keep using them. But, and this is what I always wondered about personally isn't that just like having an iPad on your dash that you're playing with while you're driving? Kind of. I hear your point. It's distracting. You can make that argument in court. Okay. I hear you. So, yeah, and there is more evidence that having controls on a screen like that is dangerous because it's almost the same as texting and driving. Um... Yeah, but knobs and buttons are easier to find without looking because you're using totally your sense true. of, you know, feel, touch. And so, some of the touch screens are very uh, hard to track, too. For instance, um, Lou, Lou, her primary vehicle that she drives is a, a Honda Odyssey, and we love Hondas. However, that touchscreen system, it's not very user-friendly. It's just the little things are like buried and you got to go find it. I'm driving a Hyundai Palisade, which I love, and they kind of have a hybrid of the two. They have this great slick touchscreen, so it's it's smart. It looks great. But then they also have some things that you still just can control on an actual knob. Got it. So it's sort of a hybrid, and I, I, I like that. Hmm. I really appreciate your honesty and your I openness. I like, sort of like laid it out there. Like I wouldn't tell guys. somebody what kind of car I drive. Now, By the way, what? Oh my God! I tried getting a picture of it. Speaking of distracted driving, I saw a bumper sticker today that I haven't seen since the seventies. 
Tell us about it when we come back. I and you will. can play a game with us. 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. That's next. Uh, we got to put our phones down when we are driving. Don't text and drive. It's so dangerous. And uh, I've learned a lot of this, you know, how important it is. Just keep your eyes on the road. Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant, uh, you know, was talking about people needing lawyers who are going to fight for their rights. And uh, sometimes, you know, accidents happen because of texting and driving, distracted driving. Uh, Bradshaw and Bryant believe that with their experience, their available resources, um, their talent, I'm just going to say it, that they can achieve justice for their clients and give you the best legal representation possible. For example, if you've suffered from a personal injury as a result of an accident, make sure you contact an attorney as soon as you can. You can get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant for a completely free consultation. Mike's a great lawyer. He's been named a super lawyer. He's been a named uh, named among Minnesota's top personal injury lawyers by Minnesota Law and Politics. Find him today at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. We're going to find that out. And I mentioned something to you guys on Friday is that uh, I was going to introduce a little, I don't know, subtitle to College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's Mike's Musical May. Ham. So how this uh, kind of came about is at one time, Donna was behind by a little bit and I was going to make a joke and I was going to be like, hey, we're going to have a different music genre each day of the week. First day is going to be like country music of the early 80s, then country music of the mid 80s, then the late 80s and then the early 90s. And it was just going to be all country. You know what I'm saying? Trying to kind of trying to kind of tighten things up a little bit. Well, then all of a sudden the magic of bids for kids occurred and game got flipped on its head. Yeah, so now sure what did. we're going to do is slightly different. I'm going to randomly each Monday pick out a genre from okay. a hat. And I've already done this. Okay. And we are going to then have that for the theme all week long. Yes. And each day I'll pick out a decade. I love so themes. Okay. We've got themes and we've got different uh, decades each day. So it. how it's going to work is right before uh, I took this call from our contestant today, Brittany, I pulled out Pop. Pop music. All right. Our yeah, theme all week long is going to be pop music and doing the second second step here, 1990s. Ooh, okay. Let's go. 90s pop music Let's is how go. we're going to start things off. We'll see how Brittany feels about that. Hey, Britt. Hello. How are Hi. you? Good. How are you guys doing? Happy Monday. Happy, Happy Monday. Monday. You're Where are the- you calling in from, Britt? I'm in Minneapolis. All right. You're nice. on line two, which always gives us some trouble. Today we have a e as you're talking. Yes. But it'll be okay. We believe in you. Brittany, here's my question. What's going to happen next in your day? You're hopefully going to win this game, and then what? Going on a walk with my new baby at Stone Arch Bridge. Oh, oh bless congratulations. You. Oh, how Thank wonderful. You. Oh, goodness. I saw a little baby on the plane the other day. I was like, oh, look at that little baby. It's so little and precious. Oh, goodness. All right. Enjoy that baby. Now it's time for you to choose who you want to team up with. Pop music is the uh, the, the topic specifically in the 90s. Today, want to team up with Donna or Steve? Today, I'm going to go with 
see. All right. Okay, I am going to turn my headphones off Sounds and my good. mic off. Bye. All right. Thank you, Donna. Brittany, we're going to put you on hold as well. Now, just to keep everyone up to date, Donna has a, a, a two-point lead here, Steve. So 48-46 okay. is where we sit year uh, uh, for the year total. And again, today, it's all 90s pop music. All right, let's go. All right, let's get it started with this one. This 1997 smash hit was the top of the charts for a whole month. I'm guessing the Danish-Norwegian dance group that recorded it could see another jump here in a couple of months, although it's been confirmed that the song will not be in the upcoming movie. Pass. Number one hits for this ATL girl group include Unpretty... Barbie, Aqua, Barbie, Barbie Girl. Unpretty, No Scrubs, and Creep. Number one... This group's debut album was titled Happy Nation in its home country of Sweden. They renamed it before its U.S. release. It then went on to produce the number one song of the year and three of the top ten hits for the year-end 1995, including the song Don't Turn Around. Ace of Bass. Read the second, number, first one again. The first one is 1997 Smash. Okay, I'll stop there. Your answer was... I will, was, too. I'll turn it over to Brittany. Okay, Brittany. You just heard all of the uh, answers Steve gave us. How are you feeling about them? Good. I I know he got the second one for sure. Okay. The first one. The third one, I had no clue. But the first one, I think he had the right idea with. Barbie Girl. Um, Aqua. Uh, he, I think he said Barbie Girl and Aqua. But the question you had yeah. was this 1997 smash hit. So I think we'll probably stick with Barbie Girl then for you two. Uh, are you good Perfect. then with that? Yes. All right. Okay. We'll put you you back on hold. We'll bring Donna back in here. Donna. Here she makes her way back in. All right. I feel like we're leading a lamb to the slaughter. Oh, no. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I've been wrong in these before, but I don't think, I don't think, if you go three for three, you listen to me. You go three for three. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy you lunch tomorrow. Wow. Wow. Okay, cool. Extra on the line. By the way, Donna, you have a two point lead in the college pop culture knowledge. 4846 is where we sit. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. This 1997 smash hit was at the top of the charts for a month. I'm guessing the Danish-Norwegian dance group will see another jump coming here in a couple of months, although it's been confirmed that the song will not be in the upcoming movie. Um, um, do you want the band? Nope, sorry, the smash hit. Uh, uh, Dancing Queen. Nor, uh, number one singles for this ATL girl group include Unpretty, No Scrubs, and Creep. TLC. This group's debut album was uh, titled Happy Nation in its home country of Sweden. They renamed it before the U.S. release and then produced the number one song of the year for 1995, including three of the uh, year-end top ten hits, Don't Turn Around, one of those songs. Oh. oh. Right. Don't turn around. She's humming the wrong song. Yeah. Yep. Uh, We'll run through these answers here. Number Mm. two, uh, we'll start with that one. Number one singles for this ATL uh, girl group include Unpretty, No Scrubs, and Creep. Y'all killed it. It's TLC. Well done. What? what? Wonderfully done there. Uh, The top one. This 1997 smash hit was at the top top of the charts for a month. I'm guessing the Danish-Norwegian dance group that recorded it would see another jump in a couple of months, but it's been confirmed that this song will not appear in the movie. The upcoming movie that everyone's so excited about is Barbie. And that song from 1997 Barbie. is Barbie Girl. Mm. 
Steve did get that one right. You and did? I, yes. And the group. I remember the group, the group, too, Aqua that was by too. Aqua. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I know that. Well done. And finally, this group's debut album was titled Happy Nation in its home country of Sweden. They then renamed it and called it The Sign. And that ended up being the number one song of the year, 1995. I saw the sign. That one? Yep. It also had three year-end top ten songs, including Don't Turn Around, All That She Wants, and that number one hit the song, Ace of Base. Damn it. Oh, I love that. Congratulations, Brittany. Yay, Brittany. Woohoo! Yay. Well, You, uh, You tell that little baby of yours that we said hello. Oh, I definitely will. She loves you guys, too. Oh, little sweetheart. All right, you stay on the line. Mike's going to uh, get your details for your prize, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Have a good day. All right. Um, Sweet. I'm bummed. I was three for three, Donna. That's cool. Celebrate me, Donna. Yay, hey, Steve. wait, Donna. Yeah, Steve. You teased that you saw a bumper sticker you haven't seen since the 70s. <laughs> I, I was like shocked. I was like, I did one of those like cartoon eyes bugging out of my head, like, I was like, what? It was a woman okay. driving a vehicle mm-hmm. under her license plate. And if this is your car, please call us. And it said, honk if you're horny. Oh, wow. You don't see those often. <laughs> Especially by women. I I saw a bumper sticker yesterday and it said condoms prevent minivans. Oh my gosh. So dumb. <laughs> you know, I had an idea for a while. I thought I, I don't want to do it. I'd like somebody else to do it. But a bumper sticker documentary where here's how you do it. You're, you, you're on the road, documentary style, and you shoot these gorilla. And it is, you're looking for bumper stickers. And when you find the bumper sticker, you get the image of it and all that. And then you essentially, you got to find these. You kind of got to tail them. It's going to get dicey. It, it, hopefully it doesn't get violent. But then you say. You could also do it in a parking lot. What's you know? going on here? Tell me about this bumper sticker. Oh, We're I looking see. at bumper stickers. What's going Why do you You know, some people have one. Some people have them all over. They're like, resale is not an option that I'm considering at this point. I'm going to run this thing till the wheels fall off. Yeah. I want to know what's going on when you start one. Is it like a drug? What makes you want to post a permanent message? Oh, by the way, the same that same uh, thing said, <laughs> it said baby not on board. And then, in, in you know, like the baby on board, little yep. yellow yield signs that they have. Yep, this I want to get one. Baby not on board, and then in parentheses and small print below it, it said, so feel free to ram into me. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's funny. I mean, I it funny. you don't see a lot of people who want to put those on their vehicles because they're so expensive, you know? Right. It's, it's, I see people doing this to their computers, too, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to put a sticker on my computer, my Yeah, laptop. then you have to use Goo Gone. Yeah. I just honk if you're horny. Sheesh. You think she was borrowing some guy's car? I'm hoping. Because honestly, like for a woman to... you know how many creepers you're going to attract? Oh, yeah. And I get the pun, horn, beep beep. I get it. But wow. That is all. Thank you for listening. Keep on trucking. Nice. (laughs) Nice.
I'll leave you with this quick art story. Okay. Matt Belanger sent this to us this morning. Here's the headline. <laughs> Student eats artwork of a banana duct taped to a museum wall because, quote, he was hungry. Oh, no. <laughs> On Thursday, an art student from Seoul National University uh, saw this banana that is duct taped to a wall <laughs> in an art gallery and was like, eh, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat it. He ate he, only half of it, though. He did, and then he stuck the half-eaten peel back behind the duct tape again. The piece of art is called Comedian, and it became one of the art world's biggest viral moments when it sold for $120,000 at Art Basel Miami Beach in December of 29. Uh, two other editions were also chosen. They do have to replace the banana a couple of times a week because they naturally, of course, they right. ripen. Uh, but just uh, the real headline is it, it's actually not that the student ate the banana. It's that someone... Paid $120,000 for the art installation that is duct taping a banana to a wall. That's it. There's not like a piano player. There's not a Banksy that's just above it. It's just a banana duct taped to the wall. And that is my latest evidence that rich people are stupid. (laughs) Well, not necessarily. They're making a donation. They're not really buying the art. Notice how the rich defend the rich here in this conversation. (laughs) Wow, Donna, they they paid 120 grand for a freaking banana duct taped to a wall. Say it with me. Rich people are stupid. All right, rich people are stupid. I do have a quick email um, from Jenny who says she used to live in Washington, D.C. and on a popular radio station there. Their morning guy who was just a pig started a thing called Whip Em Out Wednesdays. Oh, my Lord. They were bumper stickers, and the idea was if you knew what it was, you'd flash your boobs. Gross. Thanks for sharing. Oh, my gosh. In the District of Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Pop quiz. Look at me, Donna. Make eye contact with me. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I can't see you. Okay. Okay. Hi. You have three seconds to answer this question. What state is Washington, D.C. in? Three. It's in the District of Columbia. It's in Virginia? I don't know. I think it's Baltimore? I think it's, no, Baltimore's a city. I mean, um, Maryland? Maryland? I think it's in Virginia. It's Virginia. It's got to be Virginia. Samboni? It's its own thing. It's I know its, it's, own, its thing. own district, but still, it's in a state perimeter. Mike is going to tell us. I think it's Virginia. It isn't a state, it's a district, and that dis- district lies in Virginia. Okay. Okay. There you go. Hey, that's pretty good. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Hey, uh, when we come back, <laughs> Donna uh, is watched another episode of Rise of the Pink Ladies. Yeah. We'll get her a take on that. I watched the the full twenty two minute carpool karaoke with James Corden and Adele oh. last night as well. Some takeaways from that. When we return, you're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk. Hey guys, this is so fun. Aquarius Home Services three-day customer appreciation open house is back Friday, May 5th through Saturday, May 7th. I'm telling you, it's a huge blowout sale. Deals on Connecticut water treatment systems up to 30% off. New heating and cooling systems up to 25% off. Oh, and bring your water sample from your home or cabin for a free water analysis. Oh yeah, free pig roast. Come on, Little Canada at 694 and 35E. Details at AquariusHomeServices.com. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! 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 All righty. My, uh, I got a text message from my brother in law. Hey, woo! And it's, uh, hey, Dave. Uh, woo! Hashtag, I have a chimp question. This should be a new <laughs> segment. We're, 
where Donna just said, yeah, I have a chimp question, as though she was throwing it out to uh, all the chimp experts. But turns out <laughs> then one. somebody from a volunteer from the San Diego Zoo was listening live and calls in. Don't forget, this show is, and we say this humbly, a global sensation. <laughs> It's a very diverse audience, that's for sure. People with various knowledge on farming. Yeah. Um, we had know. a guy call in, like, from a combine once. He was, like, plowing the fields and was like, um, you idiots, what you just said about soybeans or whatever we were spouting yeah. off yeah, about. It could have been chickens. It was incorrect. Yeah, we've made some uh, inaccurate claims about chickens before. You know. We've been corrected. We did have a geography caller call in, too, and clean up something I just said. Okay. All right. uh, apparently, Washington, D.C., technically, I guess, if you look at it, which state it lies in, it's more in Maryland. It's on that side of the uh, Potomac okay. than the other one. Really? Yeah. Okay, so Potomac. I would like credit from you, Steve, because I said Virginia or Maryland. Um, I will give you credit. Yeah, I'm going to give you credit. And I'm bad at geography, so oh, I, I know. really appreciate it. Thank you. That's a tricky question. That's the kind that would stump you. You know what? You could lose a million dollars on who wants to be a millionaire with that question. Yeah, you're right. Because what you would do is you'd say 50-50, and then it would go, and what would be left? <laughs> Maryland and Virginia. Right, you'd be exactly. like, you know what? You know what, Regis? Or Meredith. Remember back in the day, though, when it was Regis? And that show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which kids you see in syndication now, but it was it was the only thing we were talking about for about a three or four month stretch. What year do you think that came out? I think it was in the year 1990, 2000. Okay. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. Some people don't even know what that reference is, Donna, and they think these two idiots. When did Millionaire Conan, come on, right? Mike? Was, was it? A, it was it premiered on ABC in '99. But yeah, to your point, there was that run where it basically was on prime time almost in multiple nights a week. Yes, it was just and everyone was waiting to watch that show. It was pre DVR, pre TiVo, and you were. It was appointment viewing. Oh my gosh! And it was just such a great show. Oh, I loved Millionaire. It was a little slow for me. Donna, come on. <laughs> it was a little like, okay, make a decision. Although, you know, this coming from someone who needs the time yes, when it comes to trivia. There's I know. no pleasing you. I mean, if I were playing, yes, I would love it. I'll tell you what other game show I'm liking right now. Uh, Weakest Link with Jane Lynch. Yeah, she's good. She's good. I li- Anytime that show is on, I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on here? I like immediately lock in. I'd like to host a game show, please. If someone who uh, does game shows was listening, I'm calling on you modern-day Merv Why Griffins. don't you call Irv? You just spent a week with him. Don't bring up Irv when I'm referencing Merv. <laughs> Irv I would is, like Irv, game is show. Irv a Merv wannabe? Irv's not a Merv wannabe. He wants to buy an M. Irv. <laughs> <laughs> Donna, you know. Irv, by the way, is Steve's um, manager. And his quote, name. Quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Jeffrey. With a J, not a G. Whatever. As Donna was just houting, uh, touting hate speech last week. <laughs> assuming he was a G. What's up with you G Jeffreys out there anyway? Do you like it? Do you learn to love it? Or do you say to your mom and dad, why? 
did you make this more right. difficult? Because they do seem snootier. I, anytime I encounter a Jeff with a G, <clears throat> I refuse to call him Jeff. G off. Always. See, they throw the O in there. If you wanted to, although I guess if it was just G, it'd be Geff. <laughs> this is why it should have just been J. Hey, we can spell this one of two ways, honey. For our new bundle, what are you thinking? Should we do it? And, by the way, there's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. There's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. And then there's G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. This is why people hate the English language. I have a question about a chimp. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about me specifically? (laughs) Steve, you are the gift that keeps giving, yes. I agree. All right, so you watch the Adele, James Corden, car- uh, Carpool Karaoke. Carpool Karaoke was the final, final one. Uh, James Corden signed off last week from the Late Late Show. It was They're really best friends. They're like real-life best friends. Really? Real-life besties. She's like, you're the best friend I've ever had, Jives. You know, she's got a... She was just... Strong accent, yeah. Yes, was loving on him. It was fun. <clears throat> it was sweet and sentimental. You you really do get the picture that they just love each other. And remember, when Adele went on Carpool Karaoke, that really, really launched Elevated, it. Elevated, yeah. Yep. You know what he was talking about, though, the little behind the scenes, when Mariah Carey was on Carpool Karaoke, this was like in 2015, one of the first ones that they did, maybe the first one. And morning of, the manager comes out, Irv, and he says, <laughs> hey, just so you know, Mariah's still down to do it. She'll ride around. She won't sing. And he was like, uh, that's, that's the whole bit. Kind of the bit. And then he, James Corden, was telling Adele this story. And he said, so and so came over to me. And he said, what am I going to do? And he said, you just got to find a way to make her sing. And so they're doing a little karaoke stuff. And I think, I didn't watch it all back, but it seemed like maybe they started with a couple other songs. Oh, do you like this song? You know this song? And then. He presses play on do 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 whatever Mariah Carey song that is, and she was like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, I know what you're doing." And he was like, "No, just feel it." And she was like, "I will not sing." And then immediately she says, "Daughter, I will not sing." Like immediately starts singing, and then the rest was history, and that really blew the doors open on what became just obviously its most successful franchise, one of the most successful franchises in late night history. In terms yeah. of a viral sensation. Yeah, for sure. So it's good. It's all up on YouTube. It's about 22 minutes, but it's a fun, enjoyable conversation. I think you'll like it if you're a fan of Corden or Adele. Okay. I yeah. I watched um, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies, episode two. I was really impressed by the first episode. Like You could tell they spent a lot of money on this series. It is uh, a prequel to Greece and kind of shows you how the pink ladies obviously came to be in their high school. So this is four years before Greece as we know it, you know, okay. how yeah. it takes place. And, you know, it started out good. I, I'm starting to lose interest a little bit because as somebody pointed out and I'm like, yeah, maybe that's it. It's supposed to be set in 1950s California. And it feels like they're trying to throw in kind of a more of a 2023 woke vibe, if you know what I mean. 
And some of the singing, I don't know if they're actually singing because the lip syncing is not always on point, but I tell you what is the dancing. Oh. It is fantastic. These this this young group of people is so talented, but I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. I might give it one more ep- episode. Sadly, my only takeaway, Donna, and I held back because I care about you. It's it's prequel, not prequel. Quit saying prequel. You do this to me. Okay, you do this to me. Okay, Webster. 